Breaking through with Olem. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is jam, jam hot. This is jam hot. Hi, I'm Matt Brassington, and welcome along to episode 13 of Breaking Through with Olem. In this episode, recorded live at the Society Nightclub, Wolverhampton, on the 2nd of February, I interviewed Brandon Block. Conception, Groove Code and the Tosh Boys. I asked them questions about how they prepared for the event and their comments about how well they thought it would gone. I'll also be asking Brandon, the Tosh Boys and Groove Code about preparation for their own events and hopefully sharing some tips with you all. In episode 14 coming out soon you'll be able to catch the set recorded live on the night in the Society Nightclub of Wolverhampton. So for now, I hope you enjoyed the interview. So, Mark, D-Day, 2nd of February, we're in Wolverhampton, how are you feeling? Um, nervous. <laughs> I think that's the... Uh, so let, know, it's a bit like it's a bit like the wedding day. You sort of wake up in the morning and you've got this massive thing coming up throughout the day and you just... Um, I'm not sure... Yeah, the nerves sort of take over a little bit, you know, the thoughts are going through your head, what's going to happen, how's it going to look, so, um, so yeah, but it's here now, so there's not much else we can change. <laughs> so we, we chatted in podcast number three about the build-up to this event, talking about all of the stuff, the prep you're going to do, what did you do since then? Um, advertise like there's no tomorrow, I think that's the, that's always been the thing, is getting it out there, getting the name out there, so we... Uh, I've invested loads in Facebook advertising. There's been a lot of that. We've been um, just putting it out to all the different groups, getting people on board, as as well as drumming up local business as well. So obviously, since the last podcast, we've actually added to the lineup. Uh, so you'll know the Tosh Boys are now added to the lineup. So that's Justin and Justin and Trimmy. Yeah. So those guys actually run their own night uh, just over in Stourbridge and they're actually starting to operate in Wolverhampton as well. So, um, but we're collaborating and working together. So those guys have, have got a local audience as well. So part of the, that is, you know, they're going to pull people in for us and we're just going to build a relationship and a network from there as well. So from setting up this event, because, you know, I've been with you all the way through this and uh, you've met the Tosh Boys by virtue of doing this event, and this is leading now onto other things, right? Yeah, so through this and through the the Growth Lab, uh, I met I met Justin, and then so I went to one of their nights, had a, um, had a chat with them, played a bit for him as well, and then 
it's all started to snowball from there as reciprocal. Um, and we're looking for as we're looking forward now, we want to start working together where they're hosting one room in a club and we're hosting the other. So it's uh, it can only be fruitful because we we're just combining each other's uh, audiences together. So what's the final look, uh, lineup look like? So um, opening, we've got the Tosh Boys. They're going to open with some uh, old school classics for us. And moving on to yourself, which we're really looking forward to. Uh, then I'll take over from yourself and lead straight into Brandon. So Brandon's going to give us the headline set uh, between 12 and 2. So he's doing a two-hour set, whereas yeah. the rest of us are doing an hour to yeah. begin with. And then uh, the Groove Code boys will be taking taking over after that for the last two hours. So it's going to take. So they're literally the going to be shutting this place down at four o'clock in the morning. Oh yes, yes, it's Mental. going to be going down. Now, bearing in mind, I'm going to ask you these uh, similar questions during the night. <laughs> I'm going to ask you ahead of the event. So those that are listening to the podcast, this has been uh, recorded in my hotel room. While Mark's relatively <laughs> calm and just literally not up in the uh, stratosphere at the moment. So how do you think it's going to go? I... That's the most difficult question. I think it's going to be a cracking night. I have no doubt about that, that it's going to be a cracking night. I think everyone will enjoy it, and it's going to be something different that people won't have had. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really good night. I just, I can hear some I doubt in your voice. What haven't you done? So, for me, the, um, you know, and I'd be really honest to everybody about it, the ticket sales haven't been as high as we expected for pre-event, but okay. then... There's Wolverhampton's very much a on the door side of things as well. So, and there's been changes. There's of how we're going to target it. So I think we've put the effort we've put in in the last sort of 48 hours in just getting out in the town, and you know we're going to do it again uh, this evening. We're going to be out on the town, getting people in. I just think I think it'll be a really good night. It's there's always that doubt of you just always wonder who's going to turn up, sort of thing. So. I think that's that's the big part for me. He's not knowing about that, but on the other part of that, you have to tell yourself you can't change it either. <laughs> right, this is your debut event, and you've got so high uh, expectations of it. I was yeah. talking to uh, Kate uh, about this. You are setting up an event after payday, after dry January, and are concerned that people <laughs> aren't going to be out in town getting smashed. Yeah, well, when it snowed the other day, around well, when it snowed over the last few days, I was really panicking because if snow lands, then people don't go out. But fortunately, we haven't had any here, um, so we've been really fortunate. And today, it's a beautiful day today. So, fingers crossed, everyone else is everyone's out on the town. So, I got all the snow on the way home yesterday, yeah, just to so put my office. stuff to yeah. come up here. You're welcome. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, this podcast is going to follow on to some uh, interviews that I'm going to do later on. So what I want to do is kind of wrap up with some thank yous. So thinking back to your personal goal that you set out a couple of months ago to set up on an event, yeah. you know, that was, I don't mind saying that was a fucking ambitious goal. You know, I, you know I've been your mate since we started this and... I've been immensely proud of you. Uh, the level of effort you put into this, 
the level of support that you've given to other people that are helping you has been phenomenal. The success in this is not so much, for me, people coming in the door, but the fact that you have seen this through from start to where we are now. So this is essentially yeah. finished, okay? You know, the night yeah. is gonna go. You can replicate this again and again because you got it. Who, listening to this, would you like to thank? Um, gotta be the first, the first one and the biggest one is my wife because if if I didn't have her support to do this, then none of this would have happened. You know, um, it's got her blessing, her support. She's done everything she can do. You know, if she's had to do something like go and pick flyers up or post ad uh, Facebook things. You know, she's done it all, uh, and she's been there for me. She's accepted that I've disappeared for, you know, nights to sort sort things out. You know, locked myself away. So that's that's the biggest one. You know, by no. Uh, without any doubt she's the biggest one but then yourself you know you've you've pushed me you've kept me going and when i've had that you know there's been and people will have heard from you know on my podcast and, and i've been really open about it, is the barriers that have come up you know when we lost when i lost the first venue after like, launching everything we lost the first venue um, to getting a new venue, you know, all these sort of things in the roller coaster journey, it's you pick the phone up and you're gone. Is everything all right? So, to you, thank you very much. Um, and all the other acts, you know, group, the Gruco boys, the Tosh boys, you know, we've got it, everybody's giving input, everyone's giving me advice to say you should, should do this, you know, you shouldn't do this. Uh, they've used their experience to help me to. to guide me where I where I should be going you know what should I do what shouldn't I do and I, I've just bounced ideas off you all and that's been really good because it, I think had I have done it in isolation then I wouldn't have done half the things that I have done so then it wouldn't have worked so so yeah and Brandon you know Brandon's support you know people think oh yeah you just you know you just ask somebody and they turn up and you pay them to play but actually he was if it wasn't for his advice and mentorship from the Get Booked Academy, then I wouldn't have I was wouldn't have visioned this to happen. So then I wouldn't have you know, I wouldn't have set such an ambitious goal. So um so yeah, so everybody that's performing, you know, they've been really I'm really, really thankful for everyone. I guess, you know, it sounds really nice, but you know, my daughters, they they've been there and sometimes you just need that pick me up you know so they obviously don't know it and they they won't know till they're older they just think i'm just going off to do a to do a little party you know but it's just having that grounding of knowing that you've got family and support around you as well at the end that's of the good all. so yeah so what i want to do is before we wrap this up is bring all of the podcasts together both mine and yours so episode three of breaking through with olem had your uh the interview that I did with yourself where we were talking about you preparing for your pot, uh, for this event yep. and now let, let's just quickly recap those that are also listening about your podcast so let, let's make reference to your journey as well now yeah so um, I was sort of going after seeing you launch uh, Breaking Through I was thinking of doing a podcast initially I was thinking a music one just pure music and then 
having a discussion with some people they, they were sort of like well why don't you document the journey that you're going on and so that's what I did you know uh, and that's why it's called the journey of inception because that's what it is it's it's the journey of what I've done why why was I why did I decide to do this in the first place you know who goes from just sort of working their full-time job doing a bit of DJing on the side to suddenly launching um, a club night in the town you know um, with Brandon Block so it, it gives that journey but it also gets the views of everybody who's been part of that so you know my wife yourself the Groove Code boys and I'll be talking to as I'm moving forward talking to the, the Tosh boys as well and getting advice from them because this isn't the end of the journey this is the beginning so there's going to be a lot more um, to come you know as we, I want to I want to put a variety of events on different not just continually the same thing all the time you know some quirky events some free events uh, you know even family events because I think that's the big thing is having that variety for people to enjoy music cool so, yeah. so here we are so we've got a couple of hours it's half past three we open the yeah. doors at nine o'clock so what i'm going to do is bring that to an end there mark uh, i'm going to drink the beer and get ready <laughs> for this evening and we'll talk again in a bit Sounds and we'll see how we go look forward to it okay so i'm sat in a pub here with dave Earl, one half of groove code and we're just talking about the evening ahead where we're playing at Mark Biddle's Inception evening at Society Night Club. So welcome along Dave. Hi. <laughs> Man a few words here. It's like, it's like, like is always here. the one to chat and you're like, hi. Okay. I'm, I'm from Yorkshire. Lots of here. Say hi. Hello world. So what I'm particularly interested about is that given that Mark's put a lot of effort into this, can you tell me, just from a personal experience, your own preparation for this evening? Um, musically, obviously it's got to be right. We're following Brandon Block, so you know we've got to kind of gauge how he's going to end and where we're going to start. So that's that's been a big a big issue putting a few tracks together that will, you know, a few options. If he, his set's not going out, we would have just planned the set. Then us coming on is just going to be completely different. So. Yeah, we've got a few options on that. Uh, we've obviously got the DJS to play with, so Oz is making loads of sample packs to keep our set unique. And uh, yeah, so, and then getting down here, travel, two hour journey. It's all good. We're so, what, what have you done differently to what you'd normally do for, in preparation for an event? Nothing. We, we, we prep every event before we go. So. Do you think that's the key to a good event? Just the yeah, way that if you, you do keep ahead? your set unique every time, you know, and you're not playing the same tracks in the same order or, you know, two or three tracks in the same set, then yeah, keep it unique, keep it you, keep it what people, a sound that you know, but not the same every time, if you know what I mean. So even though Mark sat beside me and probably trying not to. Uh, listening on what you're about to say how do you think his preparation for this evening has gone oh no it's, it's gone great to be fair like just popping in you know like getting getting linked in with the tosh boys and and all that kind of stuff brought extra djs in the guys are going out firing you know he's, he's just extra promotion yeah he's prepped really well should be a success this is going to be the first of many events i think 
Uh, we, we've got quite a few numbers uh, of joiners, you know, from uh, the academy that we're all part of. You know, so you've got your Mark, you've got yourselves. So there's Dave Earl and Los Ball, and there's myself. And there's, you know, sat around the table. We've got Dom Norwell is joining. We've got we've, we've got Mike who's just turned up with his DJs and his lovely girlfriend. So pure, hello to everybody. That's pure Mike, DJ, and Amelie. Pure Mike. <laughs> pure so, Mike. So. The, the impression I'm getting is that all the hard work's done now. It's just a case of enjoying ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Just sit back, enjoy it, take it how it comes. And just literally play what you want to play. Play to the crowd, but play what you want to play. Um, a couple of selfies going on that I'm not in there. Like. So, Rude. What, what I'm going to do now is just uh, hand over to Los Bull. Okay, so I'm carrying on with Los Bolo now. So your side of the story now, about your preparation in, in regards to this evening's event. Uh, yeah, so um, I've been making loads of scenes for the DJS 1000, which we, is one of our little treasured bits of kits that we're very grateful our friend Pure Mike has brought up for us. So yeah, I've just been making loads of little scenes for that. It's basically like a sampler. Sorry. Without going too much, it, yeah, yeah. you have brought it though, haven't you? Right. Without going into too much of a sales pitch for anybody listening to this who's thinking of putting on an event, what does a DGS bring to an event? Um, it depends. Like, if you, if you know how to use it well, it's uh, it just just adds a bit of like um little bit of difference to an event instead of just playing tune after tune after tune like it's, it's almost like a live sampler and um, it just bring, begins a bit brings a bit of live to a static kind of DJ set if you see what I mean okay cool <laughs> fair enough so in terms of your own preparation for this evening what have you done um, I quit drinking for a month and how's that worked out for you <laughs> not well you know, he is actually sat there with a pint of Stella in his hand. No, it's, uh, no um, I've bought some new music. I've listened to the said new music. We've had a few convos about what um, music we're going to play, um, what we think might go down well, what won't go down well. Realistically, we, we haven't got a clue because we don't know what Brandon's going to play. So following on from him will be the main kind of um, thing of what how we carry on. But we're on for two hours, so obviously we want to take people on a journey. We so want to show off what we do. Um, you're shutting down the evening, basically. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the evening you are the guy tear it a new one bruv cut that bit out <laughs> no it's staying in now I've decided from now on everything stays in how do you think Mark's done brilliantly yeah he's done well he's a good egg he's put the put the effort in so yeah it's good it's good to see that it's come together nicely everyone seems to be in good form Hopefully Brandon's having a, a a good day as well, and yeah, it should be a good party. I mean, We're we really can, looking forward if to we it. We can all start DJing for you tonight, Mark. Not being pissed, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? That's a that's a tall order, man. <laughs> We're already three points down range each, so yeah, no, no pressure. So what what I'll do is I'll bring that to an end now. What we're going to do now is talk to the Tosh boys in a second. You can follow Olam on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and listen on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, and iTunes. Okay, so I'm in the back of the club with the Tosh boys. I've got Justin to my left and Trimmy to my right. You want to say hello, guys? Hello. Hello. All right. All right. How are you? <laughs> right. So you want to tell, quickly tell me a little bit about yourselves? 
Okay, uh, my name's Justin. I'm uh, as part of the artist Sunraiders. I'm part of one half of the uh, Tosh Boys, and um, I'm originally from Tipton. I've been DJing since 1982, and um, been a musician for that time as well. Uh, been off for 10 years. Come back, and um, we've started our own club night. We've come here to help Mark tonight with his uh, Inception event. So uh, that's how he's got. To, that's a very that's a whistle stop tour to hope right now from the day. Here's Jimmy. Jimmy Ridden, so I'm um, part-time DJ, full-time chanter from just outside Birmingham. Uh, fell out of love with the scene for a long, long time and then got back into about 18 months ago and doing what we're doing as part of the Tosh Boys with the Tosh Night running every month now in Stourbridge and Wolverhampton. So tell us a little bit about the Tosh Boys and the sort of nights that you run. Okay, we, we do, it's a 50-50 sort of retro house and, and sort of it's like classics and house music. Uh, we play what the we, we play what the dance floor uh, wants. Um, so, with nothing's ever sort of planned, it always it always just flows from what feels right for us. Okay, Trimmy, how, how did you two come about helping Mark out with this evening? Uh, we Mark come to one of our last evenings just after Christmas early this year. He uh, come with another friend of ours who, who's played a previous Tosh nights, uh, Mr. Moon. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't there, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask you. Yeah, you actually, yeah. yeah. What, what it was, I, I actually got in touch with Mark through the uh, Get Booked Academy, and we, we got talking, and I actually offered him uh, a room two here at, uh, at Inception. Uh, obviously, the room two is not, not ready yet, uh, so um, and he, he was coming along to our event on the 5th, and I said, Bro, bring a stick, come and have a, come and have a play. Uh, which is which is the Tosh way. We, we we pull people in and, and people who want to have a go. Uh, so uh, we've got the same vibe. And he came to my night and then he and he offered back uh, a slot here. But really, the reason, main reason he offered back, really, I suppose, is because uh, we we offer twelve out on the night. Really want to want to sort of pay forward, really, with what we what we know and what we've learned, really, with we're in our own night. Personally, so. I think you guys will be outstanding tonight. It's a really good night, really good vibe, and you know it's nice having you guys along here. So. Just, just for the people that are listening in that are pr- probably quite new to event nights, what sort of preparation do you think you need to put into a night like this in terms of your own self-preparation? Uh, what, running, what, running one from no, scratch? No, like, you know, as an artist playing on someone's night, what sort of prep did you do? Practice, practice, practice. Practice, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, just, it's just knowing yourself what you'd like to dance to on that dance floor. Uh, we never play anything that we wouldn't want to hear or dance to. Uh, I think the vibe just follows that really. It's just like, it, it's always about what it feels like, not about what it looks like or who's there. So when people come to our events, they feel like they want to stay and they'll stay there and they will dance all night. We've always built everything from the dance floor up. There's never been any other way. It's always about these people are here, what are they going to want to hear and everything else falls into place. That's it. So, personally, from you two, what do you think Mark could have done differently to make this night bigger than what it is? Um, I think thinking about what personality he wanted to get across, really, and, and what he wanted from it. I think when I started Tosh a year ago, all I wanted to do was play Acid House um, because I wanted it to feel right. And I played Acid House, and people came, and it, it went on from that. I kept on playing where I wanted to play. And. Um, and it just, it just so happens it hits the right vibe for that right place. I didn't choose just anywhere, I chose a 
place where it felt right. I was in a bar and I thought, this feels absolutely right. And people joined me because their vibe was right. And my, I see, it's my soul was right as well. I think yeah, yeah. you, I asked you, you, you come and ask me to play. Yeah. And, and then I said, well, do you want to join me? Because it, it just felt right. Yeah, yeah. And each time it just, it, and then we've got Kenny, we've got all the guys in Wolverhampton, we've got DJ Trickster, we've got a good group of five of us now, Neil. part of it. Neil. Neil, yeah, Neil as well. We've got, we've got, there's five of us now, and we're about to launch in Wolverhampton, uh, potentially Birmingham this year as well. Um, we've got Stairbridge um, as well. We've got, we've done, we've got residencies there. So and it just feels right. People like our vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, what, what's coming up for you guys shortly? We've got, oh, we've got a couple of launches, haven't we? Yeah, re relaunching for 2019. So, looking online, there's a bit of a news story coming. Is there any hot <laughs> off the press news to share? <laughs> yeah. Bearing in mind, this is going out next week, so yeah. it'll, it'll be out there more yeah. than we can't say anything yet, my man, you know. Yeah, we've. we've um, don't kiss and tell. Keep my cards close to our chest here. We've got a few, got a few new nights coming. Oh, that's good. Uh, we've got a new brand coming, haven't we, as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a new concept in uh, event management as well, so that's coming. Uh, later this year, we're actually going to be releasing some music potentially. Do you think well. the key's like switching up every now and again, keep keep current, or I mean, what's we, the key? We, we've sort of built Tosh, the original Tosh, we've built to a place where it doesn't require much management now, so we're in a position where we know that every other month we've got a gig in our hometown where everything's just, it can take half an hour for us to set up as long as we've got the bookings right. And that's given us opportunity to develop. And what we're trying to do is we've had people come to us and say, look, give us a gig. Not really playing what we want. Not really, they've got their own style. So what we've said is, you know what, let's look at what we can do to help you as well. So we're sort of giving other people, a little, we've, got, we've got a young lad who's come to us who wants to put a techno bass night on. And what we've said to him is, look, we're not going to do it as Tosh we'll give you a leg up to give an opportunity. So we'll sort of jump in as a backroom kind of thing, but we'll help you as well. So we'll we'll do, we'll prop you up and we'll give you the knowledge that we've got and build from there kind of thing. And it's helped, isn't it? Yeah, it's met So many new people. Yeah. So that's that's a, one of the biggest projects. But then there's a lot of other things. Social, Thursday Social that we're looking yeah, to launch well, yeah, as well. Thursday Social, yeah. Art awesome and music that we're doing as well. Yeah, so yeah, basically bringing all those type of people together where you know, we, we like music, we don't only like one type of music, we're not necessarily out for a rave, we're out to maybe, I don't know, talk about production or talk about a documentary on music or yeah. anything along them lines. We've all got something to bring to it, I mean I've got, uh, I've got like 20 years of music production and professional sound and stuff, uh, and these guys have got a lot of depth in, in, in their knowledge of music as well, so we've all done our, and a lot of the people in that have, bought, have done their own nights, yeah, yeah, their own yeah. very successful nights, so it's just brought the right people together. So I guess the last question I've got for you both is, have you enjoyed this evening? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Enjoyed really the set, good. enjoyed it. I spoke to Mark earlier and he was quite nervous about hosting this event and putting it together, but I essentially said all the hard work had been done. The reason being is that he's put all the preparation into this event. He's met you guys, he's played out, he can do this again, he can repeat this. I mean, tonight's just like, the night isn't it really yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. all the hard work's been done he's got all the DJs in the vibes there and we're all having a laugh and we've made friends you know like you made new friends through and at the end of the day that's what it's about really yeah. don't you think the hardest no. thing is doing that first night yeah. it is, the yeah. hardest thing is doing that first yeah. night and it, that's it now that's, that's it. it that's the nerves as well he's there he's up yeah. there he's having the time of his life I think yeah so that's what it's all it about right, he's just warmed up for Brandon Block who's in the uh, booth at the moment so there we go. Yeah, hopefully I'm going to catch hold of Brandon in a bit and ask him a couple of questions 
and go from there. So all that's left to do is thank you for your time, guys. I'm hopefully that we'll get to uh, play together again soon, yeah. and uh, let's go and get smashed. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers for that. So, Mark. I warmed up for you, mate. Yeah. You've just been on for an hour and you've just warmed up for the main man himself, Brandon Block. How do you feel? It's, uh, I, it's you, you can't describe the feelings like this. Um, it's just absolutely out of the It's know, absolutely buzzing out there. The, the atmosphere, the people, it's just, you know, it's so, going off. So the Tosh guys have played, oh, well, the Tosh boys played, I played, you came on. Brandon came in mid-set, the room went absolutely mental. Midway through your set, you're playing out, he's coming in. I mean, does it get any better than this? No. You just, you just, these are things that people sort of sit there, they sit in the bedroom, DJ away, and they think, I'd love to do that with Brandon. Actually, I've just done it, you know. What more could you have done differently? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I think, um, I think everyone's in the mood, everyone was ready for it, everyone was up for it, so... No, I'm happy with what I did. Have you got the, have you got the bug now? Do you want to do this again? All over again. Really? The night's not even over, the night's not even young. No, no, we're and halfway through the to, night. Ready to get We're like, again. you can hear the music in the background, Brandon's laying down some tracks. We're going to go out and enjoy it in a sec, and then we're going to hand over to the Groove Code guys who are going to absolutely shut this place down. Later on, they've got the DGS 1000 in. It's going to be nuts. They've got everything. So, no, this is just the start. Do you know what the best bit about this is? The pride that I see in Jenna's face. She's here, and she's proud of you. She's happy. And we're just watching Dave Earl walk past, one half her Groove Code. Wash my hands. Oh, yeah. So, anything else you want to say? Just the support is phenomenal. And that's the biggest thing for me. That's the biggest thing I'm going The support, the people that have come out, you know, the people that have took part, the people that have helped with everything. Couldn't want any more. Couldn't want any more. So, thank you. Thank you to all the other guys as well. You know, it wouldn't be possible without everyone. That's the big thing. So, if I was going to ask you what the top three things for you tonight are, what are they? The people and the atmosphere. Is that all? There's nothing else that you just, need. Has it been worth it? Yeah. Absolutely. So, anybody listening to this now that's thinking about holding their own event, what bits of advice could you give them at all? It's a hard slog. It's not easy. Honestly, it's not easy. It's, there's so many ups and downs. There's so much to think about. The biggest thing is build a group of people around you. Don't do it on your own. I set out on this pretty much on my own, um, but the support from yourselves, from the Groove Code guys, from the Tosh boys has just been phenomenal. And if we value you guys, this would happen. So that's the big thing. If you're going to do it, don't do it alone. Get the okay. around. You had enough now? Sh should we go and get drunk? Let's go party. Let's go party. So just uh, catching you after your uh, set that you played at Society Nightclub. So, uh, how's it gone this evening for you? It was a lovely evening. It was, um, it was a pleasure to come up, see Mark put so much work into the um, night. And it was a really nice evening. Nice place with good music, nice people. And uh, let's, move, let's hope it moves on to much better things. Yeah. Bigger. Likewise. Uh, I uh, 
I've been talking to some of the other uh, DJs that have played this evening about the preparation that they do for their own uh, sets, you know, when they're supporting events. Somebody like you who's, you know, been doing this for quite a few years, what sort of preparation do you put in for uh, for events? Honestly, well, actually, I don't, I, well, the conveniences of having you know, like USBs, or I use a hard drive, like a, a solid-state hard drive. So I just carry everything with me so that in any eventuality, I've sort of got enough tunes that I can, I don't know, adapt, I suppose. So I don't really, a lot of the time I don't wing it. I just, um, I just go with the flow. I don't necessarily plan what I'm gonna play because you know, you can never tell what, um, what's gonna go down well, you know? So I think being prepared is just having enough music that you can uh, tap into. I suppose that the thing that goes in, is my advantage is uh, that I have years of doing it, so I know I have a lot of records, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's difficult in uh, Clubland now. It's just uh, you know a lot of the bars have you know taken over, and every single one of them's got a DJ. So it's uh, you know to drag people out of the town centre is is a, is a good job. So well done. So one of the reoccurring things was about what you just said about just having a plethora of music so that you can sort of read the crowd and just almost, you know, adapt to how the night's going because it doesn't always go the way that you want. So, no. you know, for somebody new, you know, just as like, you know, Mark, for instance, that's coming into it, if there was like three key bits of advice that you could give somebody, what would they be? Um, I suppose, I mean, I think what Mark's done, I think he's done the right thing. I think that's the only way forward now you have to um, you have to have you know um, you have to have your social media presence you have to have um, you know keep your marketing up and I think it's more about you know it's, it's more difficult to fill clubs now so just uh, yeah keep, keep your, your social media presence going keep um, putting stuff out there if you're making music if you're producing music you've got to be consistent I think it's uh, difficult to have one one record and uh, those one hit, one hits sort of work sometimes, but you don't, you don't have the access. Well, you do have the access, but the things like we used to have TV shows, whereas, you know, people watch it on YouTube now, so it's much the same thing. But I think it's more consistency and continuity which makes a difference. So if you're out there all the time, people see your name, <coughs> that's when you start making um, headway. You know, so it's not, it's those, those, you know, you might be lucky and have one great night and, uh, Good luck, but it's, it, it takes hard work now. You know, there's a lot of uh, I mean, competition. There's lots of things going on. So you were at uh, an event last night, which was held in a pub. Do you think that's the key now? Just sort of like look, look at uh, bringing it into sort of, sort of a pub environment or a bar environment. Or I, I personally think that they, they. I mean, unless you've. I mean, I've, recently I've had some great gigs. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, if we only do the formula, I mean, you know, I think. To get people to go out of the centre of town is difficult when it's when it's all on tap, you know. So I mean, if, if you're going to put an event on which is, is huge, you may get that uh, influx. But as I say, it's uh, it's also area as well. You know, people don't do different things in certain areas now. You know, I mean, I remember Wolverhampton years ago, many many years ago, some really big nights. Uh, I haven't been up here for a long long time, so you know, I saw that the town centre was. But you know, it's freezing cold as well. Yeah. You know, people do take. Have a, have a choice now they don't say well bloody hell it's freezing I'm, I'm not going to go out it's not like I'm going to go out regardless 
So what do you think's changed? Changed? Oh yeah, it's just evolved, isn't it? That's it. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, we were quite hedonistic in our day. And I suppose the 90s has sort of, or the 80s and 90s have sort of carried on music-wise. It's sort of uh, changed the face of music forever. But, um, you know, there's different things going on. You know, a lot of the young kids now aren't drinking anymore. Um, because it's quite cool not to be drinking, you know? Which, again, it doesn't do great for the uh, the bar and licence trade. There's loads of aspects now. It's not like it's not like the, the free-for-all it used to be. People used to go just go out and there'd be a club and be full up and go out all the, all the time. So people choose their nights. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a politician in any way, but I'm sure Brexit has, a, has an impact on way down the line. I mean, what happened last time with the social... Uh, um, uh, upheaval, let's say. Um, people did go out. I mean, look, they're still going to go out. It, it, people are never not going to go out. It's their release. It's their escape, isn't it? It's just uh, you, you, you know, you just have to have a little formula that works. Yeah. I mean, you got to try. You got. We can't. You're not going to. You're not going to just find out it's going to work. You got to try these things, aren't you? So, I think well done to you for doing it, mate. To be honest. So, I'm going to hold an event later on in the year. So, what could I do differently? Do you think? I, don't, I think you did everything right. I think there's a few aspects that you know you maybe maybe might have been slightly busier if it was warmer. Um, you know, you come out of them, you come out of the, it's just it's just it's cold to the bone, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. You know, people come out and go, oh Jesus, it's it really is cold. The, a premier night should be held in summer months. If we, if we get everybody uh, while they're out in the town, who knows? It's, I, you know, I don't know. How's it? Is it, is it usually this cold in February? I think you know. I went out last night and it was freezing. There were seven hundred people in this gap in uh, Colchester, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, not unsimilar. Night, yeah, yeah, Paul Hutchinson's night. Yeah, Paul was there, but it's not unsimilar to this area. Colchester's out of town. You know, it's like Wolverhampton's not the main one. Birmingham is, but I mean, I've not. You know, Birmingham, what's the clubs going in Birmingham at the moment? I've not uh, heard about anything oh, about yeah. there really. So. I think you've done uh, a good job to put a night on and uh, well done to you for that. All right, cool. Well, thanks for that, Brandon. You can follow Olam on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and listen on SoundCloud, Mixcloud and iTunes. Tune in for more mixes, playlists, podcasts and this eagerly awaited track.